I have complete faith in the American people's ability if they know and if they have leadership. <clears throat> no one can move without some leadership. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's warrior was one of the most powerful and esteemed women of her age. She spent the majority of her life tirelessly fighting for the rights of women, minorities, children, immigrants, and the poor. Let's talk about Eleanor Roosevelt. Anna Eleanor Roosevelt was born on October 11, 1884, in New York City, to Elliot and Anna Roosevelt. She came from a very wealthy and politically active family. Her uncle was President Theodore Roosevelt. When Eleanor was 15, she moved overseas to attend Allenswood, a premier boarding school for girls located outside of London. Known for her keen intellect and curious mind, Eleanor would later remember her time at Allenswood as some of the happiest years of her life. In 1902, after three years at school, Eleanor was convinced by her family to return home to prepare for her debut into fashionable New York society. During this era, debutantes spent significant time preparing for their so-called coming out. That included performing service projects. Eleanor taught immigrants in a settlement house on New York's Lower East Side. At the same time, Eleanor began a courtship with her distant cousin, Franklin Roosevelt. Three years later, on March 17, 1905, the two were married. When it came to intellect and ambition, the Roosevelts were an excellent match. But Eleanor was much more serious than the fun-loving Franklin, who was a fan of a good party. <laughs> Eleanor would later note that he often had to find other partners in crime to have fun with. Some of that may have had to do with the fact that Eleanor gave birth to six children between the years of 1906 and 1916 though one didn't make it past infancy. In 1911, Franklin ran for and won a seat in the New York State Senate, and the Roosevelt family moved from New York City to Albany. Two years later, Franklin was appointed to the role of Assistant Secretary of the Navy. This time, the family moved to Washington, D.C. Between 1913 and 1917, Eleanor performed all the duties of a proper political wife, for a woman of her intellect and interests, it was a boring job. So when the U.S. entered World War I in April 1917, Eleanor threw herself wholeheartedly into the war effort. At the end of World War I, Eleanor learned that her husband had been carrying on a long-term affair with her social secretary, Lucy Mercer. According to Eleanor's close friend and biographer, Joseph Lash, this was one of the most traumatic events of her life. Eleanor offered Franklin a divorce, but he refused due to political and monetary considerations. After this revelation, Eleanor and Franklin's marriage lost its romance. The two fell into an amicable pattern of keeping their own, often separate schedules while maintaining a united public front. In many ways, the situation allowed Eleanor significantly more time and freedom to pursue her own passions and interests. In 1920, Franklin ran unsuccessfully for vice president of the United States. A year later, he contracted polio and lost the ability to walk. Eleanor dedicated herself to helping her husband with his career post-illness. 
she took a leadership role in the League of Women Voters and began educating herself on the ins and outs of American politics. Eleanor also joined the Women's Trade Union League and became active in the New York Democratic Party. Back in her home state, Eleanor continued to play the role of political wife while also exploring her burgeoning independence. Four years later, Franklin ran for the Oval Office and became the 32nd President of the United States. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, nameless. The Roosevelts moved back to D.C. and into the White House. Eleanor's 12 years in the White House revolutionized the role of First Lady and changed the place of women in American politics. She fought for a broad portfolio of liberal causes, actively working to pass legislation. Because Franklin had serious mobility issues, and because the vast majority of Americans knew nothing about his paralysis, Eleanor became his trusted eyes on the ground. She routinely traveled across the country in his stead, reporting back on public opinion and the issues that were top of mind for everyday Americans. Starting in 1936, Eleanor also began writing a daily syndicated newspaper column called My Day, through which she was able to speak directly to the American public. Eleanor also introduced regular White House press conferences that were exclusively open to female journalists. Wire services rushed to hire female correspondents, many for the first time, so that they wouldn't miss breaking news. Eleanor did more than just talk. She lived what she preached. There are many anecdotes of Eleanor publicly refusing to abide by racial segregation. For example, in 1939, Eleanor resigned her membership in the Daughters of the American Revolution when they refused to allow a famed black opera singer, Marian Anderson, to perform in Constitution Hall. 75,000 mass before Lincoln Memorial to hear Marian Anderson, colored contralto, make her capital debut at the Great Emancipator Shrine. Refusal of the DAR to let her use their hall. Instead, Eleanor arranged to have the concert at the nearby Lincoln Memorial and it turned into a massive celebration attended by more than 75,000 people. Eleanor was also the primary mover behind the creation of the pioneering black cabinet of the Roosevelt administration. In 1945, during his fourth term in office, Franklin Roosevelt died in Warm Springs, Georgia. After Harry Truman was sworn in as the new president, he appointed Eleanor as a delegate to the United Nations. Eleanor continued her advocacy throughout her life. She wrote books and articles and gave lectures around the world. In 1961, Eleanor was appointed to chair President Kennedy's newly formed Commission on the Status of Women. The following year, Eleanor died of tuberculosis. She's buried at Hyde Park in New York. Eleanor Roosevelt is remembered as a champion for human and civil rights and as one of the most important American political figures of the 20th century. As always, we'll be taking a break for the weekend. Tune in on Monday for the story of another warrior. Today's episode is brought to you by Bossy Cosmetics, a mission-driven company focused on the empowerment of working women to look, feel, and do good through cruelty-free makeup. 
exciting and topical content and essential services such as coaching and styling. Bossy is unique in affirming the ambitions of working women around the world. Bossy partners with nonprofits around the world that advocate for social change for women and girls, and a portion of the proceeds from all sales go to victims of sex trafficking, domestic, and sexual violence. Go to bossybeauty.com and use code ENCYCLOPEDIA for 15% off your purchase of any products on the site. If you spend over $50, you'll be eligible for their upcoming Bossy Coaching Services, which provides a free hour of expert business coaching support as you work toward reaching your ambitious goals. That's bossybeauty.com with code ENCYCLOPEDIA for 15% off your first purchase. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you on Monday.